This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Welcome again to the podcast that tells you what evil lurks in the hearts of men. The truth behind the doors they don't want you to open. Nah, I'm just kidding. We're talking about big sweaty men beating each other up. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. How does our theme song get better every week, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know, but it just seems like this podcast to age like a fine wine. Everyone, this is the Quick Pop Podcast. If you don't know my voice, I'm Jake. With me, as always, is my cohort, my compadre, apparently now my forced upon tag team partner it's it's ron ladies and gentlemen hey what's up y'all yeah no uh vince decided that he was just gonna put two people that don't get along into into the ring and force them to become a tag team and look at us we're 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 champs we're 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 champs jake we're champs champions we're team heck yeah we're team heck yes it's it's so good uh, unfortunately, Ace was supposed to be on this podcast, but he is having flight issues coming back from, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's, uh, Dominion at Osaka Joe Hall. Uh, Humble brag. Yeah, I know. Like, we, we get it. You travel. We get it. You, you like wrestling. We get it. You, you like Japanese wrestling. Way to go, Ace. Ooh. Yeah, we get yeah. it. Gosh, the, the nerd. The mark. The mark. The mark. The stupid mark. Yeah, Ace just once again has to show like how much more knowledgeable he is in wrestling than us. Has to show us like how 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 eloquently traveled he is in wrestling. Yeah, I mean just just because like I I am a a young young portly Texas boy that has a little bit more time on his hands than he possibly should doesn't mean you get to gloat about how much you know wrestling or how much better you are at wrestling trivia than someone as lowly as as the Ranch. How dare he? I love how this went into that you are a partly Texas boy with too much time on your hands. <laughs> I mean, uh, am I wrong? Speaking of too much time on your hands, Ron, uh, since last we talked, uh, what have you done? What have you been up to, bud? So I did just get back from San Antonio uh, for um, YumiCon, and Ooh. that was that was a really good um, that was a really good show for me. I, I had a had a real good time. Uh, had some travel complications, but other than that, we were, we were, we were killing it. We were, we were slanging the, slanging the art. 
It was it was fun. It was a good time. The people came out and bought your wares? Yeah, we were in a naughty room. A naughty room? Yeah, so you know like how uh, some videos Ron, I want to stop you right there. I have been to multiple different types of cons. Yeah. I've never been to a con with a naughty room. Yeah, it's like a different vendor hall, basically. So oh, okay. they, they have like a, a guard posted in front of the door that's like checking to see if you have an 18 plus band on your wrist. And if you don't, you got to go get it because without it, you're not going behind the beaded curtain at your local uh, video store to, to see all the naughty me, bits. Ron, please tell me at this con they had a beaded curtain. No, I wish they just had oh. like a black sheet and a purple sheet. So that's not fun. No, it isn't. You need a beaded curtain because that's the classics. That's that, that's what makes it classy. Yeah, we could just call it a Christie Canyon curtain. I would. So Ron, I'm gonna <laughs> trademark that. That's trademarked. So, so you're telling me you sold your wares to all the the uh, degenerates, uh, weirdos, that yeah. had all the creepy weirdo degenerates that yeah. were behind the curtain. Oh yeah, absolutely. Was anybody cool at the con? Did you meet anybody? Um, I ran into Mark Witten, who oh. is the voice of a couple of uh, well-known characters in anime, and uh, we cut him off, uh, exit, leaving the Double Tree <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on Saturday morning. He was like downing two, three cups of coffee, and then uh, I wow. guess the person that was like chauffeuring him around, uh, they didn't leave quick enough because we were like parked right behind them we loaded up the car and then we left and so um my friend elizabeth she ends up like moving to the left and then uh leaving the double tree but right when we got right beside him they decided they wanted to go and we completely cut them off so we we cut off uh we we cut off um anime voice actor mark witten i am so sorry um but and Mark, if you gotta go, you gotta go. We are. If you're listening, Mark, and we know you are, Ron apologizes. Mm-hmm. He does not know any better. He had very poor home training. He's just, uh, what'd you say, a portly Texas boy? I, I, I'm a portly, te- uh, a young portly Texas boy with too much time on his hands. Yes, that's all he was, Ron. Just, yeah. just forgive Ron. Yeah, just, just, forgive. just forgive me. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, no, no, well, no. That- I had a, had a, had a really good time. That sounds. What like did you do this uh, weekend? Well, uh, I took a trip uh, deeper into Mississippi to Tupelo, exactly. Tupelo, Saturday or Friday night uh, with my brother, and I saw AEW House Rules. Ooh, how was that? Uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan was even there. We love Tony. Um, yes, yes, I got to scream that at him. Yeah. Um, I okay. Will Is say, it okay? Was it better yes. to scream "I love Tony Khan" to Tony Khan, or uh-huh. was it better to scream "Whoop that trick" at LeBron James? Oh, whoop that, that trick! That trick? At okay, right. whoop that trick! At we, 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 we just Although, needed, we just to clarify. Before, before I give the report card of the uh, event, I I have a story. Yes. Um. So, uh, I popped and made. One Hobbs break character. What? So Hobbs uh, faced Sean Spears in a match. So Sean Spears came out and did his whole 10 gimmick, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Match started. 
he did like one a move that like dropped Hobbs, and then like he like turned around and started pointing to his butt and gyrating his butt as he pointed to it, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to probably get the crowd to chant 10 at that. Mm -hmm. So Hobbs then locks up with him, does a uh, hip toss, turns around, does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So as he is doing that, my brother yells out, this is not a twerk off. To which then without missing a beat, I yell out, screw that, and start chanting twerk off twerk off to where Hobbs then starts to laugh <laughs> acts like he's coughing and then and then mean mugs the crowd yeah nice you done popped the powerhouse i done popped the powerhouse um match of the night was probably um ftr bald dax harwood mm-hmm. versus uh daniel garcia in a 20 minute draw that then got Put into overtime. Ooh. Where they just chopped the living hell out of each other for 20 minutes. They just did not hold back. Just there was other stuff, but they like chopped the crap out of each other. And they would even turn moves into a move where they could chop each other. Nice. Um, even though uh the one f- uh, funny thing they did in that match at the very beginning is you know the um Okay, I'm going to say this in the widest terms possible. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the Migos dance, where like you oh. put your hand on your face and one hand in the air and mm-hmm. kind of salsa oh. shimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So Daniel Garcia apparently has decided that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was doing the dance, and then da- at the beginning of the match, and Dax just looked at him and goes, "What? You know, like you, you can tell he's lipping. Like, what the hell are you doing? Stuff like that." Yeah. And he's like, it's a dance. And, and then Dax like, kind of throws his arms like, no, it's not. And the ref, ref, ref looks at Dax and goes, yeah, it's a dance. Dax's like, what are you talking about? And the referee goes, you know. And the referee does the dance. And then Dax's like, what the crap? The ref's like, you try. He's like, no, no, no. The crowd starts chanting for him to try. So then Dax does the dance. And then uh, and then Daniel Garcia does it. And then Dax chopped the hell out of him. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That that does sound good. Uh, I know that you've posted it, and I've seen it on Reddit a couple times, about a certain stunt that one Darble Barble did. Yes, at the end of the night, uh, Darby Allen Orange Cassidy defeated uh, uh, Big uh, Big Bill and Ethan Page in a tag match. Big Bill. And, uh, Chris Statlander came out with a skateboard, um, literally holding a skateboard, but acting like she was skating because they apparently did some video. I did not see the video ahead of the show um, where Chris Statlander basically said, like, on the new video game, like, I guess, I guess they're like, you could still Darby Allen skateboard. And so I guess she was acting like she she was going to make her character skateboard on the game mm-hmm. and she was going to skate better than Darby. So <laughs> she brought it out. And uh, it was so funny. She like act like she was skating as she was just walking to yeah. in there. Then she puts the board down and then stands on it and almost falls off. Oh god! Then, or, but no, but but then like uh like held it and then just hold her hands up in victory. And the Orange Cassidy just goes, "What a trick!" Uh, <laughs> Orange Cassidy's so great. But yeah, um, Darby Allen uh, to end the the night, um, did a uh, lion salt backflip off the middle rope. And then landed on a skateboard in the middle of the ring. It was pretty dope. Nice, nice. We, dope. we we like that. Yeah, pretty... but all in all, it was a it was a fun house show. It was a fun house show. Um, AEW puts on a good show. Uh, 
and they throw people in there that you didn't think was going to be in the house show. Like uh, Juice was in the house show. We like uh, Juice. One half he was teaming with one half of Aussie Open, and uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. It used to be Ten in the Dark Order. Um, oh, uh, Preston Vance. Preston Vance. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I thought that that was a crazy team that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, just people showed up. I will say this. There are some people, on when you see live, um, like even though you like him, you're like, oh, I get it. Give them all the things. Yeah, yeah. And that was it? So That was like... No. It, it, Tony Storm. Mm. I have liked her for a long time, thought she was great, awesome. When I saw her live, so she faced um, Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah. Right? And there was one match earlier in the night um, that the two people got off at one point. And so, like, the match was just clunky, you know? Mm-hmm. There literally was t- two parts where S- uh, uh, Sky Blue, like, started speeding up, and you could tell they were about to get off in the match and Tony Storm just grabbed her, dragged her down, turned it into an arm bar, and you could tell she was just like, No, no, you're speeding up too much, honey. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. We're not getting we're not getting off course. And just the way she even like the bump she took, just the way she controlled the whole match, whether it was what she was doing, what Scott what Blue was doing, um bumps, that just everything was just so crisp and such a ring general and yeah like seeing her live was just like like i understood she was awesome but it's like oh you need all the belts because you do so much in this ring yeah it sounds nice i think i've seen tony storm wrestle once this was my first time seeing her live yeah not nice. Nice. I think um, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I've. I think I've seen Tony Storm wrestle once. Uh, it was in December. I want to say. But yeah, no, good, good that the live shows are still just as energetic, just as hype, and in the great city of Tupelo. In the great city of Tupelo. In the great city of Tupelo. You know. You know what else is great? What else is great? This next segment is the Quick Pop Quick Minute. Oh, it's Quick Pop Quick Minute! Okay, so Quick Pop Quick Minute is designed to get out the wrestling news that we aren't primarily covering in the current episode, uh, but this time we have a lot more explosions. So what we got going on is WWE's Roman Reigns finally only has one belt. They... uh. They gave him a gold-looking uh, billboard belt. It's cool. Yeah, and it's no longer two. But the two belts, I love two belts. Ace might not love two belts, but I love two belts. Two belts means two you're belts. a champ champ. But I don't love two belts. I love two belts. But yeah, no, Roman Reigns only has uh, one belt now, and it's gold. It's the gold billboard belt. WWE and Twitch reach a deal for streaming, so they're going to be doing some sort of... Uh, like backstage stuff, they're probably gonna put some of their original content up on the WWE Twitch, and this also allows um, WWE superstars to be on Twitch, get get monetized, all that good stuff. So good for them, good for WWE, and good for Jeffrey Bezos of Amazon. Vince McMahon was at Raw uh, on Monday night with WWE execs. Uh, who knows why they're there? I don't know. 
pretty quick for this minute and always sunny podcast covers uh the gang wrestles for the troops so of course we are not the only podcast on the internet i would definitely suggest listen if you are a it's always sunny in philadelphia fan check out it's always sunny podcast and they talk about uh the episode where uh frank becomes trash man uh grabs a <laughs> grabs a trash can a metal trash can and and takes out uh, Rickety Cricket with it. It ends up slicing his neck open. But also, they're training under the the late and great Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, whose uh, wrestling name in that episode was the Maniac. And apparently, he says a couple of words that we can't really uh, repeat in in life. We shouldn't repeat those words in life, not just the podcast, but in life. But yeah, this is the uh, quick pop, quick minute. Ron, were were you just then ending your quick pot quick minute with encouraging people to be wholesome? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I'd, you know, try that on for a change. D- if you see a beaded curtain, don't go into it. Please walk with Jesus. That's all that's all I'm gonna say. Just here's go the thing. Ahead. Here's the thing is everything you said is a good statement for people to live their lives by. But hearing it come out of your mouth, it just feels <laughs> wrong. It just feels wrong. Wait, you don't like the fact that I that I said, don't go behind the beaded curtain and walk with Jesus? Ron, I now need you to the next time you go. This, this may thank you, and I'm sorry if you ruined business, but I need you to go to your uh, convention but I need you to draw whatever people ask you to draw, but people with like baggy loose t-shirts on it with all like positive, like those, you remember the old nineties shirts that were always, instead of like sarcastic messages, it was always like positive messages, like keep on trucking, have a nice day, stuff like that. And no matter what they ask you to draw, you need to, they need to be in baggy nineties t-shirts with a positive message. I could do that. Absolutely. I could do that. Oh, quick, quick note. I actually have fan art. <laughs> oh. uh, someone someone uh, stopped by our booth this weekend, and they, they drew uh, me and my booth partner um, oh, wow. this weekend. So I was like, oh, that's so amazing. So, so, so the artist gets drawn. I, I legitimately now officially have fan art. Ain't that wild? That is, that is crazy. It's crazy that's cool. That's awesome, though, man. I'm yeah, I, I, feel, I feel really good. Like... You know, it's been a while since I've drawn, like, human fan art, you know? Yeah. I think the last person that I ended up drawing um, that's not, like, an anime character, I want to say it's one um, uh, Crimson uh, Monkey Punk. I think I drew him last uh, as fan art. This wouldn't be a segue, would it, Ron? You actually drew him, right? You're not just segueing. No, I actually did drew. I, I actually did drew him. I, yeah, yeah, no, I I did draw him. I think I want to say it was like 2021. I think. Well, because I was like really hyped that he was uh, coming for uh, was it AEW Rampage when it was yeah. just announced. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really hyped. So I I drew uh, CM well, Punk. You know what, Ron? You may want to draw CM Punk again because he's debuting at the first episode of Collision in the United Center. You know, if Ace was here, we would start the music. 
right. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, Tony Khan made an announcement. Uh, and it seemed, okay. I'm just going to say what happened, and then we'll okay. follow up. Tony okay. Khan had an yeah. announcement. We all knew he had an announcement. Uh, last week, he had an announcement that AEW Collision is coming. Next week, which was this new announcement, he said he has a new announcement. The new announcement is that AEW Collision is going to feature Phil Brooks. Bum, bum, bum. And the crowd goes everywhere. <laughs> he, yeah, I was about to say, like, at first you heard cheers, then it started to boo. Uh, if you look at fan videos in the crowd, people are flipping off the screen. People are pumping their fist and hooray at the screen. Like like you said, every which way there imaginable. Was like, there was, like, yes and no chance. There, there was, like, FCM Punk. There was, like, yes, yes, yes. Like, it was... The most polarizing crowd reaction I have ever heard. And this trumps anything that John Cena has ever done. I was about to say, I think, and I don't mean this as like in the same way, but I think CM Punk is about to have a crowd reaction of uh, late 2000s uh, John Cena. Yeah. I think when CM Punk is out there, the crowd is going to care more about saying whether they like him or hate him than who he's wrestling. Yeah. I I, I want to, I definitely think we're going to hear CEM punk CEM sucks. No, I'm going to hear those chants. It's very, it's very 50 50. And the reaction was loud. People still have a huge feeling on one Charles Montgomery, but Yes. It's it's just kind of wild. Like, I didn't think I was going to hear what I heard. I was very kind of perplexed. I thought it was going to go... I thought everyone was going to be all for it again because, I mean, come on, he's CM Punk. But yeah. this goes to show you the kind of impact Punk had after Brawl Out. The the impact he had and okay, I also think when you have pillars, v, VPs, if you will, of the company, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily saying bad things because they legally can't, right, right? But they are very much so saying, "Screw this guy." I mean, do you? All of their fans are going to boo him, just point blank. All of their fans are going to boo him. But here's the thing: I think there are more CM Punk fans in the world than there are of the elite fans. I think in inside the confines of an AEW arena, there are more elite fans. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think worldwide, you are correct. I think in those arenas. Uh, the elite, I mean, it's all elite wrestling for a reason, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, when you also think about this, remember when the elite came back after being suspended? And their reaction was mixed. Well, their reaction was mixed. Uh, the the first night, it was yay. The second night, they were in Chicago, and that's when was That was when it was, like, but I'm saying, like, in general. uh, Oh, you're right. let's Let's nix Chicago, because... Chicago, 
that was just a complete boo fest. Yes. But any other place for a little bit, it was very polarizing as well. Not to the impact that Punk had, but you had people confused on, <clears throat> should we cheer or should we boo? Things are weird. Uh, I don't 100%. know. A hundred percent. And we, well, let's, let's get into this. Like, because, uh, ticket sales are happening for collision, right? Right, right. So Chicago is selling well. Other places are mixed, right? Right. I think Dave Meltzer went on and said that the ticket price, the, the tickets being sold in Canada have not been what they were expecting. And, there is a lot of disappointment with AEW about why, like, how come collision tickets aren't selling. In Canada, that does surprise me because, you know, they don't get wrestling there all the time. So you'd right. think it'd be more. In America, it doesn't surprise me. It's summer. It's a Saturday in the summer. Everyone's going out doing stuff. So there's a good chance that, oh, you're going to North Carolina and a bunch of people are in uh, that live in that town or in Florida with their kids at Disney World, you know? Right, right. Or in California or here, they, you know, like people are going on vacation, people are doing family functions, especially, especially on the weekends. Um, so Saturday night already was a hard sell, in, in my opinion. It was always going to be a hard sell. Um, but I think so, these tickets aren't selling great, right? I think it's also because it's not a known entity. Right. Yes, CM Punk's there. Cool. Okay, Andrade may be there. Rosa may be there. The, the, I think if you have a really good first episode and you have some storyline come out of that that people want to see and want want to watch then I think you'll start to see tickets go up a little more. Well, also think about this. Like, you were just saying that most of the people who watch AEW, most people who go to these shows, are elite fans. Yeah. Collision is more than likely not going to feature any of the elite. That's right. So That's right. already there's already a bit of, oh, if they're not going, we're not going. I completely agree. And in Canada, of all places, the... The country of Kenneth Jerome Omega. But I think this is also one of the reasons why they had the, um, like, the dirt sheets were saying that one of CM Punk's first feuds uh, after coming back would be with Chris Jericho. Yeah. So I think Chris Jericho might boost Collision if we get, like, a really good kind of storyline out of it. And I, not just, I, like, the regular JAS versus one person, but I want a legit punk jericho um i agree i don't want i just i just think it'd be i just think it'd be really good if jericho maybe jumped punk and then on like dynamite basically asked why and he basically cuts a promo on you know how punk like you know just disrespected this company all of this blah 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 and stuff and then you go to, you know, the next week and then Punk gets to rebuttal and you like build it up through both shows without Punk being on the other show. Right. Um, and then 
you do a blow, you know, you do a match on collision somewhere, maybe somewhere in Canada, probably. But, um, yeah, like you, if, if Omega and the Bucks won't put aside this, or maybe it's punk. I don't know if those people will not put this aside and will not work with each other. Jericho is a, a fine option, but you have to make money off this. Mm-hmm. You have to turn this into a storyline. It is it is right there. You have to make this feel real. You have to make Jericho take pops at Punk. You have to have Punk take pops at Jericho. And you have to make this feel that this is a guy coming back to a company that Jericho's like, I don't want you here. And all Jericho needs to say is he thought Ryback was a better wrestler, and I I will immediately watch every episode of Collision while that feud is going on. Oh my lord! If he says that, or just if he says, "I wish Ryback would have dropped you on your head another time," oh. um, something like that, like th- that that alone will would the internet would pop explode. Yeah, yeah. They, give they... give me give me something edgier with coll- like Collisions kicking off to a weird start yeah just because it is a saturday usually shows on saturday don't exactly work unless they're a pay-per-view um you you have cm punk who is very polarizing right now that is going to be your main attraction and he could of course carry chicago but he can't carry anywhere else and i think that is another surprising thing is that cm punk carries the fact that he's not he's not selling tickets is also a sign of like what it like people are very unsure about punk. And so you have to get him into something good. So the best way to do it is with edgier material. And if you have the edgier material, you have the people that are off on Saturdays or at the bar, they're going to tune into TNT. Absolutely. It's like, oh yeah, check check this out. You you have this tattooed gentleman taking on taking on a um like a, a deaf deaf leopard Leonard Skinner wannabe guy, and those two are just telling each other things, and I'm here for it. Like that uh, episode of South Park where where the kids start their own uh, federation, federation. <laughs> and then Vince it's McMahon comes in. He's like, well, let's wait until the third act. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's so good, but yeah, I think we're we're just all very unsure, and the fact that CM Punk has now been announced and tickets aren't moving in Canada, th- there's already a red flag there. We're just gonna see how they adapt to it because they they've already adapted to the first phase of everything, in which was um an AEW without CM Punk for a while. And they they managed to bring themselves out of that kind of uh, that kind I, of negativity, and so so now I, here's the second part. I think to me, you. So they've already said this week they are going to announce CM Punk's opponent for the first episode of Collision. So he's going to be wrestling. I would keep him off the mic the f- week one. Um. I even tease it, tease it. Yeah, but I would keep him off the mic. I would have him wrestle whoever. And you go one or two ways with this. You either go, 
him and Jericho let the crowd pick the heel and they just both tell each other off. Or you just ignore the Jericho feud and you go straight to CM Punk is like burn this company down. And you do you have CM Punk do what he was doing um when like you know he was going to quit and talking bad about WWE but you have him do that in AEW but this time he's the heel instead of the face. Right. So he's the guy that thinks he's bigger than the company. He's the guy that thinks he um he should be given everything. Um he's the guy that thinks that all these young kids need to either listen to him or fall in line, you know? Um yeah, and then in my opinion, if you're going to do that, give him a group. You basically have him going up to these young kids and be like, oh, you know, giving them advice and they don't listen. And then like he beats the crap out of them until he finds some people that will listen. And those people you let be part of his group. And then it's it's punk and younger guys. That way punk's giving the rub to these younger guys and making them bigger, better, whatever. But it's all about he's finding the people that will listen to him other than, you know, anyone that, you know, is like, yeah, it's cool, dude. I'm just going to go do my own thing. And then, like, you know, he immediately discards them as, oh, well, they're not a good wrestler, you know? Um, Give CM Punk the Triple H position when yes. he was doing yep. the Reign of Terror with a DX. Yes. Have no. Punk be that. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know, like, you could, God, you could do so much with it. You could, like fake that punk has like creative control in his contract so like <laughs> no just to like kind of make fun of wcw and hulk yeah. hogan and you can like like oh you're wrestling this guy tonight that doesn't work for me man that doesn't yeah. work for me brother and like d d dude stuff like that you could even like have punk literally try to like take over collision um like there is a lot of things you can do here mm -hmm. And I hope they're not just so blinded on, oh, Punk sells merch, Punk's this, that they try to make him a face. He, he needs to be a heel for this. There's well, no way the thing. he could be a face to, anymore. If you want to bring him back and basically be like, okay, for the first month, we're going to see if people cheer you, right? I'm fine with that. But if you go longer than a month of trying to make him a, 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 a face, if he... He may be get, he may he may get cheered places, Ron. We don't know. But if if he's going to get the response outside of Chicago that I think he's going to get, yeah, he's going to be I heel. Think, I think you have to make him heel and not just oh, now, I don't like that guy. Like I want like MJF thinks he's better than everyone else. Right, right. I want Punk to be like no. If you don't listen to me. I will destroy you, and I will destroy this company because I know what's best for business. So now, like, I, we, we definitely have some more stuff to talk about, but I want to bring this up. Okay. I think Punk should immediately go heel because when you think about his last day in Chicago, he was cheered. He got the, he got the AEW World Championship. Uh, but when MJF appeared, that crowd turned on Punk. The crowd that loves Punk started cheering for MJF. And it wasn't 
and it wasn't like a spattering. It wasn't like, oh, you're getting a good pop. But it was a sound deafening pop for MJF. And I think I think when it comes to Chicago, Punk is not as loved as we think he is anymore. Uh, I don't know, man. Chicago does love Punk. They do love Punk, but they've proven that they do love other people too. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Just like after it happened, they they booed the elite. And now you think they're not going to cheer Punk? Mm, I think it just depends. I think there's uncertainty. There There is a smidge of uncertainty. Because Brawl Out was something that should have never happened. Heck, they could be Colt Cabana fans, for all we know. Now that's true. That's true. So Chicago has had to pick between their two... Uh, the two sons. second city sons, yeah. So we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. But you know there is something else coming up, other than AEW Collision. What Abby? It's the Forbidden Curse. I mean door. Why'd you say curse? Why'd you say curse, Ron? Because we we didn't get we everyone was like hurt last last uh, Forbidden. I mean, heck, but, we didn't get Adam Cole back for like nine months. But that was last year. That was in Chicago. This year, we're in Canada. And Canada's cold, frigid, warm embrace will wrap these wrestlers tight and make them injury <laughs> Cold, free. frigid, warm embrace. Will make yes. them <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, Canada is the icy hot of countries, right? Yes, you knew yeah, that. yeah, no, absolutely. I rub Canada on my back all the time. I do too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, but no, it's going to be injury free. And I'm saying it right now, Ron. We are, we have t- two matches. We'll get into it here in a second, but we have two matches after this weekend that have been officially announced. And these two matches, honestly have the making of match of the year. Um, both matches have making a match of the year. Two matches in pay-per-view of the year, Ron. Two matches in, this is pay-per-view of the year. If it even halfway delivers what my mind thinks it could, it is going to be pay-per-view of the year. Right, right, right. So what we'll do is we'll go ahead and talk about the two matches that they have announced, and then let's yes. fantasy book a little bit, you know. It's been a while since, you know, we've really, we've really done that, right? Let's do it let's do it let's let's take out let's take out the handy dandy notebook let's get our pencil let's get our mead pad our composition book our our lisa frank uh 70 page wide ruled notebook and let's get to booking this is forbidden door so the first uh the first match they announced um i think it was the op- it was the opening of Dominion, right? Yes. Because it was Lance Archer versus Will Ospreay on who gets to challenge Kenny Omega for the IWGP uh, US Championship. And surprise of all surprises, Will Ospreay won. In about nine minutes. Yep. So Ospreay, Omega, 
2. Already, uh, if in case any of you forgot, Osprey Omega 1 was at Wrestle Kingdom, where uh, Omega 1, and it's pretty much across the board accepted as one of, if not the match of the year so far. Yeah, currently, currently in my ranking, in my own personal ranking, Omega Osprey is my match of the year. Me too. Me too. So the fact that we're getting Omega Osprey t- Osprey two so soon, but the buildup has been great. I believe Osprey is kind of running face. Like he's he's not as so. he's he's not as uh, dastardly as he was. Um, United Empire still kind of going strong. Uh, even though was it um Aussie Open just uh became uh AEW peeps um. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens between Omega and Osprey too. Um, if we remember correctly, their previous bout uh, was rated by Dave Meltzer a six point two five star rating. Six point two five. That's more than five. That's more than five. That's that's more than six. That's cl- kind of close to seven. If almost close to seven, not quite there yet. I said kinda. Don't Not quite there yet. Me. No, I got you. I got you. I see you, sweet baby boy. But yeah, I think we knew going into this, Omega versus Osprey was not just going to be a one-off. This is going to be hopefully a year-long, uh, year-long feud between the two, and it might have some semblance of uh, they they might have some callbacks to the way Omega Okada was. Because when you think about Omega Okada, halfway through it, there was a little flirtation on Omega and Ibushi. Like, will they, won't they? And now you have Omega Osprey too. And there's rumor that Ibushi may be, will they, won't they? Yeah, yeah. So we we might be recreating magic, but it is this by in no means is a duplicate this in its own right is able to stand on its own because the first match that they had it was it was good but there came a point like halfway through that match that it became a trouncing it became a like a blood fest and it was all in omega's favor that he proved that he was still the best, that he's still number one, that he was the true Gaijin ace of New Japan, and no one's going to take that away from him. And we all thought Osprey was going to get the belt, but by golly, like Omega just... The New Japan Omega is honestly the best wrestler on the planet. AEW Omega, I mean, you, you, here and there. But AEW Omega is a great character, a good, fun wrestler to watch. New Japan Omega is the guy you don't miss. He's the guy that doesn't miss. He's the guy that if you hear that New Japan Kenny Omega is on the show, you open your wallet and you say how much. Right. And then you, and then you hand over the wallet. Yes. And you take off your watch and you take off your rings. And then you also take, you know what? Let's just stop taking off stuff. We, I think we have good points. Yeah. Yeah. No Omega Osprey. 
here for it. Absolutely 110%. Now, now what I'm here for, Ron, yeah. is the next match. Ooh, same, same. There's just something about this match that still screams like this could be a match of the year. Yes. We we got a challenge from one very young, very spry, very um apples are tree semen, uh Brian Danielson, um saying that he is the best in the world. He Brian Danielson best in the world. And because of that, he wants to challenge other people that think they are the best in the world. We know someone that we could like without a doubt 110% say that this wrestler that Brian Danielson challenged is the best in the world. I mean CM Punk, yeah. Yep. Yep. yep CM yep, Punk. Yep. So, CM so Punk, Brian C, CM Punk. Yeah, we yep. we all we've all seen this. No. No. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's Brian Danielson versus Kasuchika Okada, the longest reigning IWGP champion of all time. Uh, he he has more stars than the sky when it comes to Dave Meltzer. Uh, also being one of the only recipients of the seven-star match, with the other one obviously being Omega. Okada is... If... if okay, so... We're just gonna combine. We're we're gonna com- combine and compare. Okada is like the final boss of New Japan. Omega yes. is like the secret boss that's a heck of a ton harder. But Okada, Okada is not nothing to shake a stick at. Okada is the best for a reason. Okada put New Japan on his back. Okada just looks like money. And Brian saying that Okada will not make it rain because this is Brian Danielson's world and it's nothing but a hot, arid desert. And Okada, uh, at a presser, he was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put it like this for y'all. And, and then he spoke in English saying, I want the best in the world versus the best in the world. Brian Danielson forbidden door i'm here i'm i'm here please I, money take i just soiled my wrestling tights uh, about everything you just said it's this this is going to be a legendary match like last year i was really hype about brian and uh and ace's boy zack saber jr but ace's boy zack saber jr um hasn't been Hasn't been booked for Forbidden Door yet, but Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. might be booked for Forbidden Door. But I would rather have Ace's Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. be on a different match because, I mean, Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. is not Kazushika Okada. Hey, since we're talking about Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. and we were talking about fancy booking, do you want to go ahead and fancy book who Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. should wrestle? Uh, Excalibur. Excalibur. I have two ideas. Excalibur. Excalibur versus Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. That's that's the obvious choice. I want to go with, I guess, less obvious. (laughs) Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. And then uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Ace's boy, by the way, uh, will uh, unmask Excalibur in that match. Oh, right. And, and And then Ace's boy Zack Sabre Jr. will find out that Excalibur is none other than Ace's boy Ace. 
So I know, and then uh, Ace Boy Zack Saber Jr. will be just distraught, thinking that he was Ace's boy, and now he's not Ace's boy. But but he changed he changed it he changed it because he he asked his other boys that are not exactly Ace's boys like Ace's boy Zack Saber Jr. Ace's boy Zack Saber Jr. gets a TMDK shirt and puts it over Ace <laughs> Excalibur, um, also known as Ace's Spades card, and now Ron, Ace's Spades Ron, card and uh, Ace's boy Zack Saber Jr. are the best in the world. Ron, I just thought about this. What's up? We here at the podcast have been doing this sh- this show for a while and ace has you know for one reason or another not been here the last few weeks ron how have we not tried to make sure ace is okay by getting him a the mighty don't kneel shirt i don't know i i don't see, know see, how have we not how have we not see, done that see, see it's something where I'm not sure. I mean, now he'll know for listening to this, but I'm not sure if he he would know, like, right the second you give him that shirt, that that is Zack Sabre Jr., Ace's boy, uh, a group in New Japan. And so it's enough It's enough of a gift to where he'd be like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. That's nice. And then <laughs> whenever he – it won't be immediately. It he's he's going to watch shirt. Forbidden Door, and he <laughs> sees Ace's boy, Zack Sabre Jr., with a TMDK shirt. He's and like, he wait a minute. It. And he just loses it. How did we not do this yet? I don't know. I think this is the booking that we really, really wanted. This is long-term booking for this us. Is long, this is, yeah. No, Ace, anyway, Ace's so, boy, Zack okay. Sabre Jr., needs to face Excalibur. But, okay, so we have two incredible matches. Like I said, these two matches alone, this could be pay-per-view of the year. Ron? We'll just go back and forth. What is a match you either want to see or you think will happen? Well, seeing as how Andrade is coming back with AEW Collision, there there is always the the Stardust genius Tetsuya Naito, Naito Dude. Naito and Andrade. Absolutely, hundred ten percent. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go with mine since we were talking about Zack Saber uh, Junior. Ace's boy. Um, Ace's boy, Zack Saber Junior. Ace's boy, Zack Sabre Jr., defends the uh, New Japan Television Championship against Wheeler Yuta. Ooh, I would love that. I would love that. That's a yeah. good one. I think it is a fun technical match. I, I would I would absolutely enjoy that match. One like that is that is that is gold right there. I think it go also goes without saying, and here we go. We have a uh, Bullet Club Gold, uh, Jay White, and uh, Hard Rock, Rock Hard, Juice Robinson. Sorry, Juice. Um, go up against the new leader of Bullet Club, David Finley. And you know what? Let's let's uh, let's throw Chase Owens in there because why the heck not? Wait, can we put Ch- no? No, we can't put Chase Owens in there. We can't put Chase Owens in there. Why not? Just, just give him that. All right, say. Oh, right, so say that match again. Uh, Juice and Juice and Jay versus Finley and um Owens. Chase Owens. Okay, okay. I and then it that. comes. It comes around after the match that you know what Bullet Club is okay. Jay is doing his thing with Bullet Club Gold, 
David Finley oh. is doing his thing with um, Bullet Club OGs, and and then they 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 two sweet skis in, in the middle of the ring. Oh, they do a little two sweet skis. Yeah, they do a little two sweet skis, but they set up they set up a feud coming up with Lij, uh, with uh, Suji, uh, coming out with uh, everyone else. Instead of it being like Naito, let's push Suji. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I mean, did you see Sonata versus Suji? Uh, yes, I did, and it was pretty, pretty good. Suji, Suji has a uh, he. He's got a he's he's got a good uh he's got a good come up. He's got a good come up. Uh, that's due to him. Now, um, I. I'm going to say this in hopes that it can come to fruition. Mercedes Monet versus Britt Baker. That would be cool. I don't know if Mercedes would be, be cleared healthy. in a week yes. or in a month. Yes. Yeah. If not that, if she cannot be cleared, I would then... love to see Mayu Iwatani challenge yeah. Willow Nightingale for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. There has to be a match like that. That's a good one too. So to combine the titles? Oh, not not to combine the titles. Okay. See, I was just like, going to say just like uh, um, a champion versus champion match. I was going to say Mayu versus Jamie Hayter. Ooh, champion versus champion. Well, no, Hayter's not yeah, champion yet. Hayter's not champion anymore. Yet, yet. I, I was going to say Mayu versus uh, versus Hayter while yeah. Hayter is not champion. Yeah, that could work. Um, uh, there was also another match that was brewing in my head, and you know how come we long. didn't think? How come we didn't think of the obvious? What's that? AEW International Championship match, Orange Cassidy versus Toru Yano. <laughs> How are we not? Uh, in all honesty, I think they need to get, just go ahead and do um, Orange Cassidy uh, versus Murder Grandpa. Ooh. Since it, it was supposed to happen. And it didn't, and we, yeah. And it still hasn't. I feel that. I feel that. And it still hasn't. Just go go ahead and give the people what they want. You know what? Instead of it being an international uh match, let's have let's have all of just five guys take on all of best friends. El El Besto Friendos. Best friends versus who? Um just five guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, we we could sure. do that. Okay, I got, I got a crazy, crazy match. Okay. Th this next one that I got cooking up in my head is uh, the last one that I got. A non-title. Oh. Tag team fatal four-way. Oh. IWGP Junior Tag Champions, Akira and TJP. Uh yeah yeah uh, catch uh two two. Yep. Versus IWGP heavyweight tag champs, 
Hashi and Goto. Uh, yeah, Bishamon. Bishamon. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus FTR. AEW uh, Tag Team Champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus the Hardys. I would like to replace the Hardys with someone, if you don't mind. Who would you like to replace them with? ROH Tag Team Champions. All the Lucha, the Brothers. Lucha Brothers. Never mind. You win. You win. <laughs> Kick me out. You, you, Kick me out. You, you, yes. you had me at everyone, and I thought you were going to say uh, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. I was like, yes, yes, let's go there. And then you yes, gave me the Never heart. mind. I mean, never mind. Love no, the Hardys, no, no. but. Ron, you made it better. I was just thinking uh, Star Power with the Hardys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I will tell you this from going to that house show, the Hardys are still over as hell, man. Yeah. That crowd popped for the Hardys. Oh, I bet. Um, but, no, I like that better. Yeah, tag team showcase, all four tag team champions in a fatal four-way. Let's go. And winner challenge. Somebody winner wins, is able to challenge you know, no one, uh, one of the other three for their belts at some ooh, other yeah. uh, at some other event. Yeah, no, yes, let's do that. Let's do that. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so here here's the one of the most glaring ones that I haven't like both of us have not talked about. Kenta versus CM Punk. See, that's what I want because I was about to go to Punk next, but then I went with the tag. Yeah, so no, I want this. I want that, but what I'm afraid they're going to do is Punk versus Tanahashi because it was supposed to happen last year and then Punk got injured. Yeah. And so I think Punk wants that match and I think they may do Punk Tanahashi. Because you have to have Tanahashi on the card. Yes. So I think they're going to do Punk Tanahashi and, you know, that match will happen. It just won't be the main event. Yeah. Um, But man, uh, yeah, I would love, uh, I would love Punk Kenta. It it it, it writes itself, right? Yeah, it it just Kenta and Punk need to happen. I Kenta think so. and Punk need to happen. Oh, and I then you so. know what else also needs to happen? I would love to see this again. I would love to see Ishi uh, versus uh, Kingston. Yeah, and and this works because Kingston is in the G one. Yeah. Eddie Kingston is in the G1 Climax this year. I'm excited for that. I am super excited for that. Also, I don't know who they would face, but I think um, Moxley and Sh- and uh, Shuda will uh, team up against somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What if they do Moxley and Shuda versus the Bucks? That would be cool. That way it keeps that rivalry going, but then adds the New Japan flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're going to have to have the straight shooter show to Umino. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I that sounds great. Oh. Yeah, I like, uh, yeah, there we go. The Bucks versus Moxley and... Uh, in Shota. Or yeah. Isn't he like, I know it's the straight shooter, but like, isn't he now like the Roughneck or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Death Rider and the Roughneck. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I just like calling the straight shooter Shota Umino. I like calling that too. Yeah, it, it's it's so good. But yeah, no, Forbidden Door, 
we're probably going to be doing more fantasy booking as we get closer to Forbidden Door. And as you know, Ace is not on here because he's coming back from New Japan. And uh, we decided to have an entire AEW um, episode in spite of it. Because <laughs> we know how he wants to talk about AEW. Yeah, that's all he talks that's about. That's all he talks about. The the mark. But yeah. um nice mark. What would you say was your uh, moment or match of the week? Um, in all honesty, Rampage the entire show. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the three way Triple uh, A match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Saber, uh, Andrade. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the main event now. That was just as good. Um, what was the other match? I'm blanking. Anyway, but that that whole show like was just. Banger match after banger match after banger match. The Willie Nightingale match was great. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was quite the show. Rampage delivered in a way that from start to finish, I don't think it's delivered in a while. Right. And Rampage, like obviously, it was presented as a B show. It's always been presented as a B show. CM Punk showed up on it once and never again, <laughs> as far as I re- recall. Um, but yeah, I think they're ramping everything up because they're going to have to do something with Rampage now that good old homie Collision's coming to town. I hear basically Rampage is going to kind of be like Dark, mm-hmm. where they'll throw like one of the bigger stars on there every once in a while, but it will be mainly a showcase for uh, more talent. upcoming talent. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? How come we don't get Toriyano versus uh, the the... The wingman, the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth. Uh, dude, if you're going to get Yano versus somebody, you need to get Dan Housen healthy because that will be the match of the year. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I think that's the reason why we're not getting it because it's obviously going to be match of the year. We just cannot have it be match of the year. No, we. you can't have Dan Housen and Yano overshadow Danielson and Okada. You can't have you can't have Yano and Danhausen overshadow Omega and Osprey too. The Ospreyning, yeah. dude. Omega will cry, and no one wants that. No one wants Omega to cry. Have you seen how he drinks his water? It's so great. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think for me, it, it obviously was the CM Pump pop, the mixed reaction. Yeah, the mixed reaction because I didn't expect it, and I should have known. I just didn't think it was going to be that loud of a mixed reaction. And so it really, like, perplexed me. I was perplexed. Were you? I was I was perplexed. Ron, let me ask. I know we're about to leave. I want to ask you one question because I've been thinking about this with Punk and all his baggage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think there is a way? I'm, I'm not even saying you have to think of it. Just... Do you think there's a way that AEW could do something that would make you pull for Punk again? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't think so. for you. I didn't think so either. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so. And that's the reason I asked is because I'm just curious if you think there's a way that can make you pull for him. I, I don't. Uh, gosh, if if you. Maybe, maybe if he was wrestling Hulk Hogan, because I really hate Hulk Hogan, I would pull for Punk if he was wrestling Hulk Ron? Hogan. Ron, I would pull for Punk Hogan. if he was wrestling uh, 
wrestling both Vince Russo and David Arquette in a in a handicap match, I would pull for Punk. Wait, 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 Tom. I'm sorry. Stop the podcast. What do you have against David Arquette? I don't have anything against David Arquette. I just know I have everything against Vince Russo. Vince Russo can't hold his own in a ring. He needs someone to protect him. That's true. Yeah. And then who he would pick is David Arquette? Yeah, no, I love David Arquette. I would love to see him in wrestling again. I was about to say, David Arquette versus CM Punk would be a match I would legitimately be excited to see on the call. Yeah, no, I I love David Arquette. Nothing nothing wrong against David Arquette. If I was going to do a show and they're like, oh, CM Punk's uh, having a match, but man, it's not that good. What do you mean it's not that good? Oh, it's supposed to be, you know, him versus Kenny Omega, but instead it's him and David Arquette. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, here, okay. So here's one that will kind of, like, perplex me. Um, if CM Punk was wrestling in a, it's a, it's a, it's a triple threat match. CM Punk has to wrestle CP Monk from Ultracara. Yes. And he will have to wrestle uh, DDT's uh, Yoshihiko, but dressed as uh, dressed as SAS uh, CM Punk. Okay. Or SES CM Punk, my bad. I would root for CM Punk at that point because he's having to face his demons, and I love those types of matches. Okay, uh, you're not pulling for CP Monk? Why would I pull for CP Monk? He's a chipmunk. Exactly. He is a gi- he's a giant chipmunk. Dude, oh, I I haven't told you. I don't like chipmunks. Oh. Really? Yeah, no. It's like it's like very 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 old trauma. Back when I was 1, uh my parents which is is it Disney World that's in California or Disneyland that's in California? Disneyland okay. is in California. Disneyland. They took me to Disneyland when I was 1 and apparently like there's a picture of me that my parents have where like my dad is holding me and my face is like really 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 really, really beat red. I was crying because both Chip and Dale, the rescue rangers, uh, were on both sides of me, and they were like doing a little, you know, the little stuffed animal dance thing that they do. I don't like chipmunks, dude. So I would never root for CP Monk. You are in luck. They apparently never made a CP Monk shirt for me to buy and send to you. <laughs> but I still have that Florida shirt, so I think we're good. This is true. This yeah. Is true. Okay, but yeah, you do, you do still have the Florida shirt. Uh, so there was a while that it was my, um, my chair cover, uh, for my desk. So like Florida always got my ass. Um, then there was, then, you know, we washed the shirt and then, uh, my, and then my, my lovely mini, she would wear it around the house because it's like a nice house shirt. So, uh, there was that. Um, but right now, Florida is resting in my closet, actually hung up on on a hanger and not like near like a trash receptacle anywhere. I love you for that, Ron. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. We're the Florida shirt is still getting its use. I even thought about like wearing it uh, this weekend, but I'm, I might actually wear it uh, to the next show I'm going to. But I will not talk about the next show I'm going to this week, but I will talk about it next week when it is more relevant. But we're going to put this show up to a close. 
So until next time, yeah. you, you remember, if you want to talk to Jake, follow That's him great. on Twitter at JacobDerek6. If you want to talk to Excalibur, you you could do at Ace of Spades card on Twitter. If you want to talk to me for some reason, I'm on Instagram, i.am.raunchy. I'm not on Twitter. Don't look me up on Twitter. If you see me retweet something on Twitter for the quick pop, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Don't follow me. Don't follow me there. And then tell all your friends about the Quick Pop Podcast. We're 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 doing things. We're gonna be hopefully having a, a Quick Pop live stream soon ish in June ish. Uh, so that's gonna be a thing. But also follow Quick Popcast on Instagram. Follow Quick Popcast on Twitter. Follow uh, the Quick Pop Podcast on Facebook. Check out a uh, Quick Pop Shop for all of your uh, neat Quick Pop or wrestling needs. Um, and then also drink balls. Please drink balls. Yeah, grab your balls. Drink your balls. Drink your balls. Enjoy your balls. It's all good. Remember, in in uh, in the ball store, just use the promo code QuickPop to get free shipping on your balls purchases. Order your balls. Drink your balls. Love your balls. This is the show, and um, I guess Jake, cue the music. The music. What? We don't have bird. This is an outro. This is an outro. You've been professionally wrestled by Raunchy Ron and Baby Jay. Let me pick up my Baby Jay in the streets. What's up, everybody? I'm saying bye-bye to me. We out. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.